welcome on back to the X-Wing segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. We hope you all had a fantastic Thanksgiving and will forgive us for taking a little bit of time off for ourselves to enjoy some turkey stuffing or whatever vegan or vegetarian alternative you find preferable. I am your host, Vincent Morgato, and joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Drew Bishop. Hello there. And we are joined all the way from the capital of California, Mr. Sean Bowman of the Capital Corsairs. Hey, guys. How are you, sir, and how was your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. Spent time with the family, had some good food, didn't overdo it. How about you guys? Earning some of those what they call uh, wife points, right? Yep. Uh, the fabled, the rare, the legendary. Something I have never had to deal with, and God willing, will never have to deal with. Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, so the what the main focus of tonight is Sean was the winner of the uh, Northern California Militant Casual Open, represented by a team that Drew and I are both, uh, I guess you could call us adjacent, if not outright affiliated with. I've always and, considered the Capital Corsairs to be like part of the Bay. Like you guys are family to us, especially me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I agree. And Sean came all the way down with his rack whisper, finishing in ninth overall in Swiss, and then pulling a Vincent Morgato and uh, moonwalking into the eighth place in the cut because the number two seed dropped, and then ended up going on to win it. And it was a very interesting uh, top eight, shall we say? Because the lower seed won every single game all the way through. <laughs> every is. single time. How was that? How was that, Sean? It was bizarre. It, I had a blast, though. It was a lot of fun. It, uh, so you, tell, you brought, as I said, you brought Rack Whisper, a list that I have publicly and repeatedly dumped on on this, on this very podcast. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard it. It's okay if I you have listen. Not. not a lot of people do. Um, how did you make it work? How do you deal specifically with I-6s, or did you just do were you just lucky enough to dodge that? Well, it, it's funny because I picked up the list a week before the Militant Casual Open, and I took it to a small store champion uh, store tournament uh, the week before. Three games, played it, had a blast with it, decided, why not? Let's roll with it. And I had seen this on one of the YouTube videos that had come up a few weeks ago, and so I gave it a shot. And I did have to deal with a few I-6s. In my final game, especially against Mike, he had Ben Rao. And Ben Rao did nasty things to Whisper in the first round of engagement. And Whisper limped away with one hull, pretty much, and was running the rest of the game. So Rack was the bully for most of that match. Um, but with the sixes, you just kind of have to roll with it and send Rack in to block if you can and just do what you can. And I got lucky. I got really lucky. Rack is interesting. Probably Rack is a not terrible answer to something like Fen Rao, though, just because every hit that you do with Rack normally involves one or two criticals. And Fen Rao does not like crits regardless of range. No, and to be honest, in that final match, Mike did a great job of range control. So Vader on Rack only triggered once or twice, and one of those times was to snipe a health or a token off of Ben Rouse. So it did some work, but really I got lucky in some of the rolls. I under, also understand that you pulled uh, what will be considered one of the great all-time great Bay Area submarines where you went 0-2 and then proceeded to 200-0 the next four, uh, three guys you played? Uh, the next two guys. The last round was 200 to 141 or something like that. So not quite, but yeah, submarine squad all the way. Yeah, we, will be, we will be including a sound effect that is somewhat famous on both this and the Age of Sigmar podcast uh, to commemorate that proud achievement. Um, so I, I just want to say this. Because I, it it burns it, it has been burning me. I am fairly certain that if I, if Isaiah Brody does not roll literally outside his mind, that I would have taken down this tournament just based on what I was seeing. Because the only list that I lost to on day one was the guy who dropped Pat Hansen. <laughs> And I just wanted to tell you what my list was, ask you how you fit, how you felt you would have handled it. 
So I brought Wedge with Plasma Torpedoes and Regen. I yep. brought Luke with Proton Torpedoes, Sense, and Regen. And I brought Hera in the Attack Shuttle with Predator and Leia. Yeah, that's that's a nasty list, and I'm glad I didn't see it, to be honest with you. Um, one of our guys up here, James, has picked it up and played it a few times, and he likes it. If I were facing that list, the first person to die would have to be Wedge, without a doubt. Wedge goes first. At that point, it, you take what you can get. Probably Hera, because Luke's a pain in the butt to kill, but it's not a list I would want to see. And Rack would be leading the way, certainly, to eat all those corpse. Yeah, if, if in this hypothetical matchup, um, the one that I feel really bad for is actually Whisper. Yeah. Just because Wedge with Plasma laughs at two, at two evade, two shield ships. Um, yes, but remember, Whisper had stealth device, so it did help during okay. the tournament a little bit. So, yeah, that's fair. Um, I want to know more about that. Oh, Whisper with a stealth device is brutal. Like a, yeah, I was going to say. Whisper, was a Whisper with girl. stealth device is a, is a motherfucker to kill. So, yeah, Drew, Whisper had Juke, Fifth Brother. Um, geez, stealth device and um, passive sensors. Nice, nice. Yeah, I was going to say, so she's, she's fully... Fully yeah. armed and operational. And that stealth device helped out some. And when it did, it was brilliant. And then other times, it was the purple green dice. So, it, you know, dice variance does play a role. I suspect probably on Whisper, it's the difference between if you hit with that first attack and if you don't, is how good that stealth device is. Yes. Right. How well yeah. can you survive the engagement? Yes, uh -oh. and that's where the sixes are troublesome because she doesn't fire first. Yep. Yeah, because if you yeah. eat that, if you force her to burn that evade before she shoots, she loses yep. her juke, she's down to one mod probably, and yep. if the hit goes through, she's just gonna, she has to choose when she takes that, you know, if she even gets that next hit, if she's going to decloak or burn it if another five gets to shoot at her. Yep, another that's shot comes cool. in. Um. Whisper to me has been always been the weak point of rack whisper. I I much prefer Vader with a little bit smaller of a rack. Um, that sounded weird. Uh, and <laughs> wow. And or probably like I'm not opposed honestly to fell. But two fives just has always seemed to me to be really vulnerable also to other imperial ace to to straight imperial aces lists. Well, and I'll be honest with you, Imperial Aces does give this, at least gives me trouble. In the tournament I took it to before the Open, uh, my only loss was to an Imperial Ace list, and because I made some boneheaded plays, but I got outflown. And then after the Open, I was playing um, Donnie Dukes, who had won our Hyperspace Open here, and he was flying Imperial Aces, and he just was able to arc dodge everything and yeah. do some nasty things so imperial aces is one of the things that scares me with this list how do you generally take on something like uh double jedi rick you know i carefully would be the <laughs> safe answer um so to be fair i've only flown probably 12 or 15 games with this list i have not seen uh swarms of any kind yet i want to take it against that to see how they work i have played the torfel mux seabor cartel marauder list and i'm about 60 percent against it with the list but you have to fly really really carefully um the other things i haven't seen are like you said the two jedi and rick although my first match against noble in the cut he had kind of that paradigm with Obi-Wan and baby Anakin. And so it just depends on the approach and trying to set up something so you get shots. Makes sense. So you, makes sense. So you don't particularly tech towards any kind. Oh my God. I can't believe I just said that. Uh, you don't particularly <laughs> build towards any specific matchups. You just go with how to get the most out of Rack's ability and how to make him the tankiest and then and repeat with whisper. Yeah, and to be honest with you guys, I kind of feel like a little bit of a pretender with this because 
I'm about a 60% win rate player. Um, I had some tremendous luck and matches and dice rolls and um, great opponents all the way through. And on the second day, I was apparently just locked in and everything went my way. But I like I play things I like. I don't particularly tack or try to go against, you know, and plan for certain things. I fly what I like to fly. Mm. And I will face those lists to try to figure out how they work and what I can do against them. So I like Rack. I've flown Rack since 1.0. Whisper's been more of a 2.0 experience, but I like what she does. Yeah, full disclosure, Whisper made me quit 1.0. Well, wow, I actually didn't know that. Yes, you did. To be, to oh, be okay. fair. I don't remember. It's been so long. I've played Drew many a time. I haven't beaten him yet, right? we played many a time, and many of those games have been with you running Whisper, and you are a master Whisper, my friend. Oh, well, 1.0. Thank you. Um, but, I mean, I, I have yet to play you in, in 2.0, and you're just wrecking it. I, I, I wanted to bring up the a couple of the resistance lists that you that you and I chatted about long ago. Oh, yes. Um, oh, the jank I took to the Mountain View hyperspace. Yeah, you and you did really well with it. You did really well. And so I was like, oh, man, I gotta, we got to get them on. So I'm, I'm excited. But I want to hear about um, – I'd like to hear about some of your matches, you know, obviously with the I6s, you know, having two fives, it's you, you almost have to use like rack as like a wall, yes. right. To like block off other ships like Fen Rao from coming into distance one of her. Oh yeah. I think probably though, you do have to treat whisper as something of like a 5.5. Right. With the force mod, the free target lock or calculate along with well, stealth no, I, device. I, I kind oh, of met okay. the I met the D club. Oh, that that too, that too. You, you're you're essentially. I mean, this is my problem that I've had with the Phantom in 2.0 is that they essentially don't pay for their biggest ability, and that it's a better supernatural barrel roll. I would agree with that. Yeah. Because um, if you look so, at their chassis and you look at their action bar, they're very not much different from the next wing, except that they have a white one hard. <clears throat> and they got that one bank in 2.0. Yeah, and it, so it's it it it's questionable whether or not that they've actually included the cost of cloak into their chassis is all I've is is been my sticking point. But I sure. as far as making it competitive to a six, if you guess wrong against Whisper, it's very hard to at least get out of her arc. More often than not, you're just trading against her. And I say that as somebody who flies a lot of wedge. Yeah. Well, and one thing I noticed in playing this list is my opponents have to figure out who they're going for. Are they going to try to chase down Whisper, or are they going to go for Rack all out? And a lot of times people split fire, especially on those two matches where I, I swept them, right? They split the fire, and Whisper got in and did some nasty, nasty things. And then I didn't face I-6s until the, the top four and top table. And that was Wedge, and then that was Ben Rao. And in my top four against Ben, he was flying Dan Taylor's World's Rebel list. And we ended up with Rack blocking both Braylon and I think Jake or, or Wedge for a couple of turns. And that allowed me to really wipe Wedge off the board. And that really opened things up. Yeah, I was going to say that that basically swung the game, it sounds like. That's Did awesome. You... The problem, yeah. the, the I love that list from Worlds. I think it's uh, it's fantastic. My only issue with it is is how little room for bad rolls from Wedge there is. Um, but isn't that Wedge normally? I mean, he kind of lives and dies by his rolls. That, right, and that's why every almost every list with Wedge I I run now has either regen or two different people to give him action so he can burn his third on a reader on a uh, reposition if I have to. Makes, Makes sense. 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 I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things, man. It like the, the, there's just so much dice variance and I don't think I've, I've seen as much variance with any other I six as, you know, as wedge, right? Like, you know, soon has got the token. Exactly. He's just the only one who doesn't have anything to buff him naturally. He takes yep. your variance away. He doesn't do anything to improve his own. Right, right. 
But to be fair, in that list, when Jake can do his thing, he's a beautiful double mod focus battery for Wedge. Oh, oh no! When he... Believe me, I'm I am I have flown Jake Wedge. I I have no compunctions about the fact that it's really easy to just keep landing three hits with Wedge if you've got Jake there feeding him focus tokens. The difference, though, is when you look at people like if if you look at you know a fearless fan, a fearless Fen Rao or um, or Vader just by himself or Anakin or Suntier Fell, mm-hmm. it's really easy for them to be double modded. Like Fell with Predator and his natural ability natural ability is double modded. Vader is always yep. double modded. Fen Rao yep. with Fearless is double modded because he's always going to be boosting into range one with a focus token. Um, yep. Anakin is always double modded, basically naturally. Wedge is the exception. Oh. Yeah, I agree. And if Wedge had some of those native, he'd just be. No, it also that also explains why he's so much cheaper, probably than the other ones, except Fel, yeah. which we I've complained about loudly and often. I was gonna say, we talked about we talked about we talked about that enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't gonna go into it. Um, it's all good. It's all I was good. just make I was just you know full disclosure as we like to be. And I, I continue to, to believe probably that we really shouldn't be seeing as many sixes and fives as we see in the game. Your li- list should kind of have one or the other. What do you think about that? And what do you think about that too, Sean? That uh, the possibility of adding into rules where you can only have one I-5 or one I-6? I... Too much. I'm not sure that that's what I meant. I think probably more that they should the the sixes should be prohibitively priced, especially mm, the I, ones who are really able to go crazy with the mods, like even arguably Han. Well, and I think Anakin in the Delta Seven D configuration is probably close to prohibitively priced. We don't see him as much as we used to, but I could see. You know, setting up different formats where maybe you've got an all aces type of format or an all generics mainline pilot type of format or a mixture. And I'm wondering if FFG has gone to the extended version of their trials coming up next year because they're going to do some radical things to hyperspace to really restrict the amount of pilots and ships and whatnot in it as opposed to just trying something different. I'm hopeful, but we'll have to see. I, uh, th- that's what we were kind of all hoping that hyperspace was going to be, which was a rotating cut-down list of what you're allowed to bring. But I want to jump back real quick yeah. to Anakin. I think the reason we don't see Anakin is because Obi-Wan is horrendously under undercosted. I would agree. He's um, but at the same time, when Anakin is being taken, he is still, like, he's still at the top. He's still incredibly strong. Maybe not as much as, like, Obi-Wan lists, because Obi-Wan is definitely way cheaper, but I definitely think that there's something there with, is Anakin more of an appropriately costed I-6? And should other I-6s, also known as not Wedge, be priced that expensive? Well, you're never going to get anybody to say that Fenral should be priced, you know, at at, at at Delta 7 Anakin level. Because that no. would just make scum players cry more than they already do. Um, I would love to see Darth Vader go up to like 72, 73. Because that's where I think a four-action ship with uh, natural with free passive mods belongs. But Wasn't you know, he wasn't he a 74 already from the beginning? I don't remember what cost he was before the change. I thought he was 70 base. I thought he was originally 70, but I could be mm. wrong on that. I, um, I, I think you're right, Ben. I think he was in the low 70s, and then he's come down a little bit. But ships with multiple force like that, with those types of abilities, I'm not opposed to them being bumped a little bit. So you have to make those hard choices. Do you take this massively skilled type of passive user type of scenario and mix in some lower cost filler pieces, if you will, versus, oh, I want uh, one of those and one of those and one of those and one of those and Let's wreck house. Yeah, right, I, right. The the meta is just, I think, tilted 
entirely too far in the direction of the high end of high end it, and especially. I can't believe I, I I didn't want to keep go down this road, but we went there. The high end force users run this game right now. Right, yeah. Just, nope. I completely agree. That's. It. I mean, it's you're it's right, right. You know, you're not you're not yeah. wrong. Um, there's and nothing so, wrong. You know, with we have to be that, we we have to be hopeful that the January points shuffle is going to include some corrections, um, bring balance uh, without being too point. cheesy, and. And hopefully this comes before LBO um, because I, I would expect. really like to see them do what they did with the Nantex and just drop a hand grenade into the meta right before a, another really huge tournament. I loved that. I thought it was hilarious. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think the points will be after LBO. You think it's going to be February? I, I think it'll be probably the weekend or the week after, just like what happened in Arizona earlier this year. We had the points right after. Is there anyone? That's right. I remember that. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Drew. No, 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 no. I just, uh, I completely forgot about that. That they, uh, they did the points were dropped and they were like, yeah, they're gonna change after that tournament, and people were and like, oh, the triple ups got nuked at the same yep. time. Yeah. Is there anyone specific, uh, Sean? Is there anything specifically you would like to see changed? Speaking of double action, you know, I sixes, it's interesting that you don't see a lot of Poe compared to the others. That is true. Is he probably overcosted? I, I think know. so. He's definitely having flown him the most next to like Vader and the other Imperial um uh I6s. Like, I mean, I don't know, the the fact that he's got two actions and a seven hull, right, with the two agility is yeah. nothing to you know, it's definitely something to be looked at, but at the end of the day, you know, we're seeing lower cost ships do better, like Obi-Wan and, you know, four ship resistance lists. So, I don't know. I think it's a little tough to say, though. Because you, you don't want to bring him down, you know, arguably to, like, where Anakin is now at 62. Um, the problem is, is you cannot run a bear Poe. You, you cannot run a stock Poe Dameron and be competitive. And because of that, he's almost always going to be – it's almost always going to be a two- to three-ship list. And that just isn't kind of where Republic shi or Resistance shines. Yep, yep. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're just yeah. better off served doing a two-by-two two or, you know, a, a mix of A-wings and, and, and Finn um, or Chewie and the, pod, you know, and the Tide Pods. Well, because that's the other thing too. The three ship resistance list, like all the players went to Republic, because that's mm -hmm. literally what the top Republic lists yep. are. Yeah, I mean, but I'm still working on question, on uh, my uh, Rick Obi Wan Wolf list that I really would love, but it's just, uh, it's not there, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it. You know, and that's the other thing too, right? That's why I'm excited for points changes because. I would like to see Poe go down. I'd like to see Wedge go down. I'd like to see Soonter go up. I'd like to see Vader go up. Do you think Whisper needs a points increase or perhaps upgrades on her need an increase? Well, if it's Fifth Brother. I think we all know that it's Fifth Brother. Right. Well, and you know what's funny about that is they took the crew slot off where Vader was supposedly so horrendous. And then they just gave it, they gave it a gunner slot. Right. So... What I, what I would like to see, I don't want to see a lot of drastic changes, but I think force users, especially those that have three force, probably need to go up enough so that you have to make some tough choices. I think the um, TA-175 probably has to go up a little bit, but I think it's drastically in the costume. Uh, I'd like to see more ships come in for first order, and I know they're coming. I'd like to see a few more options for the Separatists, right? They've got, what, four or five ships at most. But other than that, I just want to see some nice, gentle tweaks where they can start manipulating things and observe the fallout rather than just nuke everything. And, right. you know, it goes really weird. Yeah, so. I, I think probably the Separatist thing is, is something that's been said widely and often. 
and it's not without you know it's it's obviously correct, but I have a feeling that the 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 extra shift for separatists are coming. It's just that they yeah. were probably a little bit further down the pipeline for everyone else. Um, I agree. I think the big thing that really hurt the separatists though was hate getting variable costed based on face size. Because well, I'm not sure it, separatists are in a bad place. They've got a no. Very they're good... definitely not. But there's like one, maybe one and a half archetypes, right? Well, they've Swarm got. Plus. I, I don't know. I I think separatists have a very competitive ace build, which is Chirtech, uh, Chirtech Grievous, Sunfac. Uh, I think they have variable swarm builds that nobody else really can compete with. True. Um, and they kind of have a cool, you know, I don't like the list personally, but people have been winning with it. They have kind of the in-between where you run the, they have, an, it's comparable to the old, to the list people used to talk about where it's like Vader and four ties. Well, they've got Sunfac and five droids. Right. I mean, they've, they, there's, there's room to play around with Separatists. I think probably just because in a lot of ways, their points are kind of up and down. Like there's, there's some stuff that's, really wildly undercosted, then there's stuff that's probably a you know significantly overcosted. You're there's there's we haven't exactly found what they're supposed to do on any each archetype yet. Right. And I think their their options for different archetypes is limited just by who and what they are and what ships are available. And I think that's where I'm struggling right now is because it's really you see one main archetype. A mini swarm, a swarm you know, maybe the quote-unquote ace build. But when you're talking about I-4s, they're kind of borderline ace to me, and I love Grievous. He's awesome. But is he really an ace? Yeah, unfortunately, I-4s is not in a good spot in X-Wing right now. Um, Rebels are really the only ones who can make it work, and that's because three of them, two of them are their action economy boosters, and then the other two are guys who... The more you the, you stress them, and they get better. Yeah, I'm. Um, I like. I'm really. You know, re, uh, resistance has a couple of fours who are playable. Um, you know, the the that the list Donnie Dukes ran at Sacramento, I think, is a really good example where he's got four. Of, he ran four fours. Um, yeah. I adore that list. I think it's got three of the best ships probably in resistance in it: Greer, Kova, and Snap Wexley. Yep. Um, yep. Republic, not so much. I mean, you really only are talking about Mace. Maybe Wolf here and there. Yeah, there's there's maybe some people who can make Wolf maybe. work, like Isaiah Brody, who made cut and kicked my ass up and down one <laughs> side of the table and back down the other. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a good player. Who knew he was a soccer player? At, it, was a, it was the exact kind of list <laughs> I did not want to face, which was, and I knew this going in, which is like, I do not want to face Republic Beef. I will fight Jedi, I will fight Imperial Aces, I will fight other Rebels, everything. I want no part of a, of a beefy Republic list that's got Broadside. And guess what I ran into? Wolf, Broadside, CLT, Obi. <laughs> so, I got what I deserve. Um, moving on to the main meat of the show. No offense, Sean, it's not that you're the uh, leading act, but we do want to talk about the, grand, the two national championships that have happened recently. Um... First, we're going to go down to where it is the sunniest and the warmest. I really hope they played X-Wing outside on the beach, uh, the great country of Brazil. I know I would try if I was there. Uh, we want to give a shout-out to Marcelo Boldrin, winning with his six Techno Union bombers with Prox Mines and Landing Struts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It turns out free damage is best damage. Uh, it turns out being able to literally build a wall and make the other player pay for it is really good. Yeah, but these aren't the ships that can pop them out the front. No, they are not bombardment drones. So I would love to have seen how he ran this. It would be it, probably what ended up happening is he can take that three damage hit and really not be that upset about it, and you can't. I mean, because none of the crits stop him from ever dropping his prox mines. Right, 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 right. What I'm interested in, let me look this up real quick. 
Uh, let's see. The other thing, and hang on, let me clarify. If he lands on a rock, he can rot the he can rotate and then drop the mine off the rock, can't he? That is correct. Yeah, I, I suspect that probably had something to do with it, where he could literally wall off areas, and basically say you're either gonna fly across this rock and take and lose your action and take a damage and get shot, or you're gonna hit a prox mine. And you know, looking through this list. I'm seeing a lot of common lists we've seen before that have proven themselves out during this current points meta, if you will. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on where we were right before Gen, um, right before Nationals, where we've we've kind of staled out. And I love the fact that we're getting a change soon, but I also love the fact that Marcelo found something he liked and made work. That is just not common. Well, you also look at the list too. What is it? One, two, three. Three people brought triple Imperial Aces and the tech. What? Vader, the number one guy, Andre, brought Vader uh, Inquisitor Echo. The number three brought Inquisitor Vader Whisper. The number six brought Vader Duchess Fell. Um, the number 11 brought. Vader Inquisitor Whisper. The number thirteen, uh, number fifteen brought Vader Whisper Inquisitor, and the number sixteen brought Vader Whis uh, Vader Inquisitor Echo. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing about the Techno Union Bomber is they have enough, um, they have enough health to survive like a range two and three shot, and then they drop their bombs. Right, yep. or they can block, or they can K turn, and yeah. you know the opponent's like, oh, I'm not going to get shot at. And then it's like, oh, well, I'm going to take potentially three damage next turn for free. Yep. It also is possible so, he just dodged all those matchups. I mean, if you... True, I mean, true. The highest finishing... It looks like the highest finishing Imperial Ace player was Daniel Lopez, who finished in the fours. Um, so if it, it's, it's entirely possible that Marcelo just didn't face one. That is true. I mean that's now, kinda that, it kinda reminds me of that first conversation we had about the sinker swarm, where um it you know, the as soon as people realized what it could do, it went down and took down a hyperspace trial and it just never fought an Imperial Ace player. And that's how we found out exactly what it, where its limitations were. So here's something that's interesting. Thirty five, uh logo betrayal. Running four phantoms, but two Indars and two Sigmas with Juke. Which is an interesting four phantom list, but is very tricky to pull off with positioning with the decloaks because you're mixing threes and fours. I think that list probably suffers very heavily against swarms and against imperial aces. I would agree. And, and if I've your list suffers against those two builds, you are not going to go very far. Right, right. Um. As as good as you know, as good as the reposition is, the MDARs have to block, meaning that you can always assume that they're gonna be very aggressive. And Juke doesn't do anything to force users. So right, you can right. always that's the biggest thing, I think. Well the other thing is that you know the sigmas are gonna be slow and they're gonna be slow rolling. So if you can properly judge how to get a, get between the Imdars and the Sigmas, you'll eat the I-4s first, and then you're just playing against a pair of I-2s. Yeah, no, it's um, it's interesting. And that, you know, we were talking about this earlier with the I-6s. It really, it's troubling to see how much of the competitive meta is all I-6s and I-5s. Um, and I don't know if making the generics cheaper is going to change that. It, uh, frankly, it won't. Um, no. It, you have to make the fives and sixes more expensive, unfortunately. Right. You, you, also, you also have to change the mechanics. You know, it, it's, it's, there isn't a point fix for everything. If something is fundamentally not working as intended, it needs to be changed. Perfect example is the trip-ups. You know, they changed how multiple, multiple of those cards worked. Or limited how many of them you could bring because they were fucking broken. 
the bid mechanic doesn't work as intended in 2.0. All it's done is created an arms race. Right. right. And, of course, we're seeing now the people who win are the ones who are running, you know, I6s, yeah, right? Like, like, the ones who have the biggest bid and the, and the highest initiative look at are like, on top. Look at Andre and look at Marcelo uh, Duarte. What's the difference in that? You know, where? How much of a difference is there in those two lists? Do you think? I mean, it's the bid, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Uh, a little bit of the bid, and then whisper versus echo. Yeah. Right. But then go down. You've got you know on. You've got uh, Andre at sixteen. What's the difference? What's the points difference between him and uh, Marcelo? Like he took he he took a cheaper Vader. It's it's a right. one point difference. Yeah, and I'm I'm of the opinion that FFG isn't going to do drastic errata type nerfs unless absolutely necessary, like we saw with the triple ups one. Yeah, and they'll try to manage it with points and other smaller type rule changes in errata. It's going to have to be something really egregious that's going to cause them to step in, I think. They, they have to stop do doing what they've tried to do the last two times, which is nickel and dime, the, the nickel and dime balance into the equation. The one and two point changes don't do anything, you know? Right, Especially right. if something is fundamentally a problem. And I know Jeff hates it when I say this, fundamentally a problem. It, I'm, I'm not sure... That a lot of the like, I was never a person who was always on board with making things initiative based. I'm starting to become that way very, very quickly. Like Darth Vader with passive sensors, that's a ten point upgrade on him. I could see that happening. Like afterburners probably should not have been evade based. It should have been initiative based. Hmm. Would you see something? Would you say something like that too for uh, like fifth brother? Right, cheaper on some of the more generic ships, but fifth, more expensive on the Brother is a twelve-point card. Like, yeah, he's a force user and he's a crit in a faction that already manufactures criticals. And how many ships can you go on? Not many. Yep, yep. Right, Duchess, Whisper, Rack, Punishers, Punishers. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, although just... you'd be silly to put him on there. <laughs> And I, I don't. I, I also want to say this that I don't think that every five and six needs to go up. Like I, I think probably one of the best balanced uh, I fives in the game is probably Duchess. Um, she's she's got that ability to change her maneuver just based on the ailerons, stressed or no stressed, if I remember correctly. Yep. 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 And she's a five. And she can take a, a mod, so she can take afterburners. But no one has ever accused Duchess of being broken. You know, that's it's it's a soft ship. It hits like a truck. You are rewarded for playing it well, and you're punished for playing it poorly. That's what an I five or an I six should be. You know. Yeah, no, that I never really saw it like that before. But no, you're totally correct, and that is also one of the reasons why we don't see her. Yeah. Because there are better things that you can make, you know, less mistakes with, right? She's she's kind of she's the one you throw in third after Vader and the Inquisitor. You know, she's the she's the cleanup. Whisper, yep. Duchess, Echo, and uh, Whisper, Duchess, and Echo all kind of occupy that same spot of who do you need to clean up a game if you lose Vader? Like, is that about – as someone who, you know, flies a lot more Imperial than I do, Sean, does that sound about right? I think so, yeah. Yep, yep, I would agree with and that. I can't – I can't – you know, it's funny. I can't fly the Strikers for anything, but I can fly the Reapers. Go figure. That's we, interesting. Yeah, I have this – I have the same thing. I used to struggle with it, but now I'm like, yeah, I can, I can fly this, right? But I can't fly Duchess. I cannot fly Duchess. Yeah. Medium-based ships, man, they fit where they shouldn't. It's true. I love that change. I gotta say, that is one of the best changes they introduced. 
dude, the, the the number of times that we've all seen medium based ships fit into that one that one little hook inside a debris thing, where you're just like, there's no way he's landing this. There's <laughs> no way that this is gonna fit. And it's like, bloop, done, perfect, focus token. Uh huh. You're just no, it's ridiculous. They, I love medium based ships. I think they're they are having a spot between like the shuttle and an X-Wing just seems so obvious, and I never understood why it didn't exist in 1.0. But I do want uh, I, I to give a shout-out, though, to uh, Juliano de Vargas running uh, an old classic that has fallen off slightly but obviously still has some teeth with Hef, Benthic, and two Blue Squadron Scouts with Leia. <laughs> I, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna make a thing, Vince. I was like, you haven't brought it up yet. That's really interesting. Well, I wanted to be more <laughs> overarching before I go down and start throwing people bones. Uh, but thank you, sir, for running quad rebel U wings and making the, uh, helping keep X wing great. I do find so it interesting, and I wonder here? if this had an effect on the outcome. There were supposed to be two Torkel, uh, Torkel swarms in this in this cut, and then one of them dropped, and it brought in the guy oh. who came in fourth. With the uh, with the trapdoor spiders, the quad black suns. Oh wow, that's inter- That is crazy. Also, there are a lot of swarmy lists in this cut. Like as many as there, uh, there as many as we complained about there being, you know, just hey look, it's three empire aces again. There's also a seer swarm that came in second. The guy who won brought separatists. Um. Eighth over, uh, seventh overall was Torkoal and friends. Uh, eighth overall was Sloan and six academies, which I don't think I've ever seen before. Uh, Maybe on tenth was a tie swarm. Twelfth was a seer swarm. Yeah, I mean, there's it was. It, this looks. It looks like it was pretty much you know very polarized between are you a real swarm or are you aces. Or do you have and that was my here? question for you guys after looking at this too. You know, with all the complaining we do about I6s, does it seem like they're I mean it's pretty it's pretty evenly matched with the swarms and the aces? Yeah, I, I think well the thing is that the swarm is the natural counter. It, in every single, you know, in every war game, the counter to a small number of very high-priced, high-ability ships is a lot of little cheap ones that all do the same thing and just wear you down with your bad rolls and their good rolls. Like, it's Guardsmen versus Marines, man. It doesn't change. Mm. Um, now, the I've, I've, that... never thought, I've never thought about that for X-Wing, but yeah, no, you're you're right. I mean, it's, it's a little different just because of how the dice themselves work. But if you think about it, if you were to throw, you know, seven bandit squads at Vader, he's going to roll two blanks on his defense die eventually, or he's going to run out of force. Oh my god, are we going to are we going to pull a, a Terminator uh what's it called, Dark Fate, right? If you throw if you throw seven bandits at Vader, you're going to wind up with seven dead bandits, right? Like Well, yeah. I mean <laughs> It's it's that's just one of the, it, that's that's how these kind of things work is the answer to elites, to a small number of elites, is a lot of crap. And if you throw enough shit at the wall, it will stick. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, it only takes one blank out against two dice from Vader, and all of a sudden he's on three health. I mean, on any ace, right? Like, having, being a Whisper player, that is, that is, she lives and dies by that first engagement, right? Like, mm-hmm. can she do enough damage to survive... Uh, or to mitigate firing coming back at her, because yeah, no, it's it's uh... yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's it. It's 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 the traditional balance point is swarm versus uh, swarm versus the elites. The problem is, is there's not really a mid level. Right, right. You know, like the closest, honestly, probably is the the Torkoal swarm. Um, and alternatively, the quad used. Like, those are kind of the in-betweeners. Right, and they're only in the in-betweeners because they either have, you know, high damage output, right, 
or they're extremely tanky with decent damage output. Well, and obscene maneuverability, which is where Leia comes in. That's also true, too. But, I mean, you know, the, the Black Suns kind of are, are the same thing, where it's like, here's four ships that are pretty good by themselves, but if you keep them together in a group, they just kind of start deleting people. Yep, yep. I wonder, um, Sean, when you played at the at the at the open, um, did you come across any Leia's? No, I did not. Yeah, I don't know if we had any Leia's. Leia's been out for a little while. Um, I always try to find points in there because I run wedge and Talon rolling behind somebody and getting a focus token is absolutely just you know the god. That that's what every X-wing player like. When I say X-Wing, I mean people who fly X-Wings. That's the dream scenario, is you just get wedged behind somebody and glued to their ass. It's like, you're never leaving. <laughs> it doesn't matter what but you do. I'm always going to be here. I'm always going to have a mod. I'm going to hunt you down. If I can go back to that, three players brought the Skurd Collective. I don't know if you saw that list. Brandon Carey's list. list. Yeah. yeah. And the two Skurds with the bombs. I played two of those three players on day one. Your that list laughs hysterically at that. Wow. Really, No, Sean? actually it doesn't. No? <laughs> no. My first match was against, against Matt, and we were playing cat and mouse most of the game, but you get one of those fives in Torkoal's arc, and it's a bad spot to be in. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you never want to be in front of Torkoal, but I would ima- I, I get incorrectly, I guess, imagine that because you either have a what you can either step away from the bombs with your D-cloak or you're a decimator who doesn't care about them, um, that kind of like you just be – it would just be a gunfight. It, it can be, but you've also got Soul Sixer with the skilled bombardier. You've got the trajectory simulator on Nam and Genius, so – you have to be really careful about how you approach that or bad things happen because even rack after a while runs out of hull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does have an end. He does. And actually my rack died in that first match by a crit chain. Oh, I, I think I, I remember hearing that yell go up because it was like a seven card chain. Yeah, it was bad. That's 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 what we call rough. Anything else? Uh, anything else from about the top twenty twenty five here stand out? Oddly, you know. I'm always look. Go ahead, Drew. No, sorry. I was gonna say I always look out for tie swarms because I uh, desperately want my wife to get back into the game. So I'm always like hey, he came... trying to look for the uh, hey Daniel Sh- uh, Daniel shoots came tenth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the classic Howl, Aiden, Gideon. Oh, wait a minute! I take it back. Who? What the hell? I don't remember the last time I saw a Black Squad Ace. I mean, wow. you take it with a crack shot. It's definitely not as good as it used to be. Obviously, in one point oh. Because that's the. I mean, that's the Del or that's the the Del Mico slot, isn't it? Usually, yeah. 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 T- traded it for the crack shots, the storm tactics. Yeah. That's another card that, uh, apart from kind of the for the ties, the the tie swarm has just completely vanished since they went to initiative based. Right again, that too. Right, they they've all disappeared, or at least for a large portion of them have yeah. disappeared. Donnie Dukes's list from Pedro Campos, T- uh, Snap, Pava, Bastion, and Finn. I l- or so not Donnie's list. My bad. Um, Who did I play that brought this? I think your man James from the Corsairs, I think I played, he had something very close to this at Sacramento. Yeah, this is also um, Jason Chong out of Stockton has played this quite a bit. It's uh, um, it's chunky. It, it's a nasty, nasty list. It's a really good way to get a lot of double modded shots. Yes, it is. And a lot to chew through. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 26 hole. It'll, it'll be behind, but you know what? It's just missing two heroics, and I bet you that's kind of where it all went started to go wrong. <laughs> True. True. Pattern analyzer on Finn, off- I think, probably is where I would cut. Yes, I would agree. 
because that buys you that buys you heroic on Jess and heroic on Bastion. Yeah, we had this talk, Vince, about that. It's um, what was his name? Um, it's the Resistance. Okay, Caleb. Um, <laughs> Caleb, yeah, yeah, with the um, with the uh, optics, yep. right? Um, yep. Finn over over pattern. Yeah, uh, optics yep. on Finn is ridiculous. That's another one that'll probably go up in points. Is Finn. Then yep. you got uh, Elton Santos running uh, Daniel Taylor tribute list. Wedge, Braylon, Jake, yep. Blount, and a Bandit Squad. I, 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 I keep trying to fit Blount, and <coughs> pardon me. <coughs> Blount is so hit or miss. Are you Are you smoking there? No, I'm not. What What, what A well placed cough. So, smoke, uh, <laughs> smoke a Blount. Um, <laughs> he is so hit or miss, like. You, you want to be aggressive with him because you want those four die and you want to just delete lower initiative or even other I fours. Like it's just, it just sucks when you, when you don't get the four die and then he just gets deleted by an I five. Boba Fett, Vader, you know, just whisper any of the Jedi, Obi-Wan mace, you yeah. know, just, for 30 points, he can be so good and then just vanish in a puff of smoke. Because with only two green die and a focus token, all you have to do is it's like a you've got like a 20% chance of just dying instantly. Yeah, no, and that's oh it I love the the fact that they're like trying to make the Z95 like more usable than it was in 1.0, despite the fact that it was a very strong ship in 1.0 but you know with all with like force now and all the extra um uh like passive actions for these i5s and i6s it is so easy to just delete like me mediocre ships yeah. like like that right like low low mid to low tier initiative ships just gone yep one thing that's interesting that from this and this will be the last thing i say there's no uh republic in this top 16 was there any in the tournament i don't think i've seen anything yet uh it was a very yeah it doesn't look like there was a lot the the highest one i see is down in 28th and it's anakin obi rick that 37th uh rick plo obi 38th rick plo obi yeah they're all down they're all kind of down in the salt mines 71 is the first um, first order I'm seeing. Oof. Unless I'm wrong. That too, man. The first order just in general is just... I mean, we've, we've talked about it endlessly on this. keep disagreeing like, with I... me for no reason. Stop. <laughs> like, I'm right. I'm right. The first order is bad. They have Kylo, Quick Draw, Tabson, or Kylo, Quick Draw, and that's it. Uh, Scorch is pretty good. He is, but he suffers the same problem as anything else with four hull. If you blank out or if you roll one evade and you take a crit, sure. Hey, dude, there goes forty points. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Somebody brought yeah, I don't Char know Bay. what they're gonna. <laughs> Thank you, Rodrigo Pedroso, for making my for making my day. All right. Uh, let's get on out of Brazil and we'll go to somewhere colder, but with a lot better architecture, We're going to the Czech Republic grand national tournament, your overall winner. Uh, Oh God, these names. Well, your overall, your <laughs> overall winner, uh, Peter with, Oh boy. Stop me when you've heard this one before the Vader whisper seven sister, but seven sister, not grand inquisitor. That's true. It's, it is seven, seven sister, sister with a fire control system. Um, so it's a little different. That's interesting. I mean, it was. Hey, man, you know, you she could be the grand seventh sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he dumped but, all those points into uh, into Vader. It looks like. Well, you take it. You take it for the bid, right? You well, literally you take, take for her the for the bid. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's also probably why he's running ju- uh, crack shot on Whisper and not Juke. Yep. Yep. This gentleman yep. also with an all-time submarine classic. It looks like. Uh, with a point four eight, Jesus, there were a lot of submarines in this one. Look at the guy above him with 
uh, Inquisitor Vader fell in a .33 strength of schedule. A man after your own heart, Sean. Hey. Somebody's, Somebody's got to do it. Right? Do it. Um, <laughs> Han Wedge coming in second place. Mr. Bernd Vihan with everything but hand, the, the handbrake Han build. Lone Wolf R2 Wedge. Ah, ah, I don't like it, guys. I don't like it. I also don't like engine upgrade on Han. I I think you need torpedoes on Wedge. I, I keep trying to sell you on that, but you know, the more I see of Han being played in 2.0, the less, like, the more I'm like, oh, engine is stapled to Lando, and and Han just doesn't care. He doesn't need it. Yeah, I, I just... I don't like engine upgrade on Han Solo. He doesn't... Han doesn't need to be boosting. He needs the focus tokens. He needs the mods, the the, the ability to mod attack. Well, action. actually, he doesn't need. Him. I mean, I know he doesn't got... need him in this one because he's got saw. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess maybe we're full of shit. Um, well, I don't know if we're full of it because you know saw has a very high cost, especially on a ship like that. Yeah, but he's got R two as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it kind of mitigates. But I think what we're seeing here, though is the difference in local metas, right? The European meta we know is a lot different than what we see over here. And we saw with the other one, the meta tends to be a little bit different in places. So I think we're seeing their take on what they like and what they think is good. I mean, I'm not sure how different the meta is. I mean, we do have to give a shout out to Roman che- uh, Roman, I'm going to go with Roman Czech. Uh, who brought Unkar Plutt and two IG-88s. That's probably the most original list I've seen in these two tournaments. But, I mean, other than that, it's still the same kind of deal. It's a Torkoal Swarm, a Seer Swarm, and then a whole bunch of Aces. Well, and to be fair, what's good is going to be flown, but you're also, if you look down, you're going to see some things that aren't as common, like 33, Amon, Old Terok, Ketsu, and Talonbig. We've seen that in some areas, but it's not a huge player over here as far as I've seen. No, there's only a few people who run that, but they normally do it to pretty significant success. It looks like this was only five, yeah, this was only five rounds, so he could have been the victim of bad matchups, because normally that list just chews people up. Um, when, uh, When Ketsu lands that tractor on you, and old Tarok eats your token and the Talon Bane hits you with five dice and focus predator at range one, you normally just die. <laughs> I'm in danger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, like, you just, if, if you land the full combo on somebody, which if you're good enough, like we've all seen old para do it. Hey bro, do you like that ship? No. Too bad. It's gone. I mean, this may also be the reason why it's in 33rd is because you can, I mean, you know, Right, you pull a quicksilver, or yeah, quick quicksilver. Right, you didn't see the coming, right? Like you see this, you put you put it on the table. You're like, okay, that's exactly what I'm not gonna do. Yeah. Um, somebody yeah. running blackout instead of what the hell is this? Tavson Thanison blackout. Okay, Jacob Jacoby, you have my respect, sir. That's the weirdest first order list I've ever seen. And they both got biohex crypt codes, so they could. He brought electronic this. baffle. Why? Well, theoretically, because with Tavson, if you baffle a stress off at the end of the round, take a damage, theoretically, you can reinforce front or rear, and it stays over into the next round, and then you can reinforce the other side. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty badass. Okay. That's... Okay. <laughs> okay i had not that's that's a level deeper than i really ever go when it comes to the to the upsilon but i okay i to me it's just two points closer to turning blackout into quick draw i mean you're not wrong though vince but it is but uh, yeah i mean it's there right you could do that got it but with blackout you can you can uh target lock him and send blackout all the way around the board and coordinate from you know far corners yeah that's true 
I, I, I want to go back to Roman in 12th place with IG-88, Elusive Sensors, Ion Cannon, and IG-2000. You this only because um, Rick Rudell has clowned me with robots so many times. Oh, he's gotten me too. Just <laughs> I don't think robots are a thing. I think they're probably still in the. I think they're probably really close to being properly pointed, but they're just too expensive to build a decent list with two of them. And but you have to have two of so them for their you... ability to be worth it. So what do you think about the robot build with um, Forlom? I think anything with Forlom is good. Forlom is, is absolutely nasty. I'm actually really sad that we don't see um, a lot of him anymore. I, I, I adore robots for what they can do. And if you can land – if somebody stresses if, – if, if somebody stresses themselves near Forlom and you bring the robots – you can literally just ion cannon them off the face of the earth. Nope. Yep, um, yep. Yeah, I just... Robots are so and close to being good one? that if they went any lower, they might actually become a problem. Oh, yeah. And isn't Umkar the one where if he bumps, everybody he's bumping, including himself, gets trackered? I am going to double check. I think so. I know we, we, we just did this the other at day. Start of the engagement phase. If there are one or more uh, other ships at range zero, you and each other ship at range zero gain one tractor token. So there it is. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That'd, that'd oh yeah. Uh, because you know what? Because it's a it, it Unkar Plut makes the uh, IGs even more lethal than they already are, and the one thing that IGs do really well is push damage. Like, that's what they do. Yep, yep, yep. It's like, if your first, if the first time you get shot is with four dice, you know, with two calculates, and you're, you know, and you've got a focus or an evade token, you're probably burning that evade token, and then you get hit with the ion cannon, and you still are minus one evade, to, evade die. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they could just walk somebody been off done. the board. It has been done. Yeah. Is there a re does anyone else feel like in our you know we're we're running up on the clock here so maybe we might want to make this the last thing. Is there a control element kind of missing from X-Wing right now? I think so. I mean, we watched uh Simeon um just destroy people at the end of 1.0 with how very overpowered um control-based uh, ships were now the meta in in that regard was a lot of one agility ships, um, and that might be why we don't see a lot of control elements in 2.0 because as we have seen, all the top lists are like three three die multi modded um, evade ships, right? But I think as soon as that disappears, there is a chance that we'll start seeing more ion cannon, there, less initiative ships. What about and the other thing is you know again. there's not a lot of ion missile or ion torpedoes which. I think ion torpedoes probably should be a little cheaper than they are. I don't know why they're compared, why they're priced equivalent to an advanced proton, which just removes something. Um, but I guess they don't want to give a four die shot for four points. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, right. It well, you you know when when things get cheap, and I'm sure Sean can attest to this. It's like you know. It becomes spammable, right? We've talked about this with the right, with the low initiative you... ships, um, and so I'm, I think they're worried about that, right? Like that has to be the that has to be the right. The, the choice and for I it. see that, but here's well, the I mean here's the the question: um, If you move the ion, like the ion cannon is five, right? Uh, I think it's three, but that's uh, yeah, probably my one point. I think the ion, uh, the, I think the ion turret is is. Yeah, the ion turret is five. five. I think the ion cannon is five. five. Oh, ions, the ion yeah. missile is four, and the ion torp is six. They're all kind of right around each other, but you really only ever see the ion cannon or the ion turret because they aren't limited, and they're the two, and they're the cheapest option. And three die attacks, really, you know. With, and because you can put them on ships that have veteran yeah. turret gunners, so you can double shot. 
But think about this for a minute. We have seen an uptick in some control just recently with an Antex. And look at how that was reacted to. For good reasons in some cases, but I think with the at the end of 1.0 with Stressra and some of those things, I imagine they're being very careful not to overdo it initially. Because I'm sure they have some things in the pipeline, but can you imagine how many people would complain if everything was buy on this or factor that or stress this? Uh, yeah. and... We saw we saw we saw it in 1.0. It, it, yeah. you think it's 1.0 fear? I think there's one point oh panic is very right. real. Cornhorn. <clears throat> um <laughs> jump masters. Jump Asymmetrical ships. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna end it on this. Sean, can you justify for me why Vader is cheaper than Cornhorn? Um, Vader is iconic and known by everybody. Corn Horn is, and I think not. we all, and, and, and I think that's probably exactly why. Uh, Mr. Bowman, thank you very much for joining us, sir. You have been a fantastic guest. Thanks for having me. We'll try guys. to get you back just as soon as we possibly can. It. And shout out to the rest of the Capital Corsairs. You are uh, always welcome to the Bay Area for a game, and uh, please stop, please stop winning our tournament. Drew, go ahead and sign off. <laughs> yeah of course um and then who rick. who ran who ran the open was it austin oh yeah rick ran it himself oh oh of course i'm sorry i was that's awesome that's freaking awesome cool i wanted to give a shout out to whoever ran it um for doing an excellent job he did a great job good it tournament was, was a lot well of prize support uh i cool. got a cool little 1.0 cavern angels uh x-wing out of it which is one of the it's a dope looking card um and there was a lot of also like custom prize support. He did challenge coins. He did damage card deck holders. And we're also uh, expecting some custom templates, which should be a lot of fun. And then they did, um, yeah, template holders as well. So it was, it was a blast. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We will uh, always, as always cool. talk to you next week and best of luck preparing for LVO. We will hope to see you there. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all the time thing. You don't win once in a while, and you don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit.